Did you know that the studio behind Thief 2 in the Metal Age ran out of money? So they donated their tools to the game's fans to expand upon the game, which they did five years later. You're listening to the Xbox Hub podcast, the official podcast of the XboxHub.com. For the latest Xbox news, reviews, videos, and opinions, make sure you visit the XboxHub.com. But for now, settle down, get comfy, and open your ears for some podcast delights. Hello and welcome to the Xbox Hub official podcast, episode 126. My name is Gareth Bryan, I'm going to be your host. And on my virtual left is Mr. James Burks. How are you doing, James? Hello there. I'm alright, thank you. Good. How are you? Very good, thank you. It's warm, it's mm. hot. I had a white, weird shirt on today. It was nice. Um, so I'm happy. Good to know. Good. Um, good. <laughs> on my virtual right is Mr. Darren Edwards. How are you doing, Darren? Hello, Gareth. I'm very well, thank you. I just wore a normal shirt to work today, um, but it was very hot, very muggy, as you say. Yeah, absolutely. Um, And our virtual opposite is Mr. Neil Watson. How are you doing, Neil? Yeah, I'm good, thanks. I've uh, sat in my pants all day. Ah, good. (laughs) Good. Good, that's nice to know. No shirt. No shirt here. Just in your pants? Yep. Wow. Wow, there you go. That's an image. Yeah. Here we go. Remember for later. If I... In my new hammock. Oh, no. If um, the listeners, any listeners can write in and tell me what they were wearing today, that would be good. Um, (laughs) Oh, my word. Um, um, Good. What have we been up to this week? James, what have you been doing? Uh, Not a lot. It's been a very irritating week this week. It's been one little problem after another. Um, It started last week with DHL. Wanting to know what was in a parcel that got sent to me. It's like a weird game of guess who. Where to name every item in it and what the ingredients were. I was like, crikey, I, I've no idea. Uh, so I had to chase up what actually was inside it. That took me a good day and a half, uh, getting all the ingredients and stuff. Um, cause it was a snack box from Korea. Uh... It wasn't easy to figure out. Um, and then my phone stopped working on Monday, so I can't make phone calls or send messages. Um, so the SIM card's completely gone. Um, so yeah, it's been a really irritating week. Ooh. I did get a little bit of time to watch a new Netflix anime called Vampire in the Garden. <laughs> um, and it it's basically vampires versus humans. And it's a little bit Attack on titan in that the humans have got a massive tower and a big wall to protect them from the vampires. Um, but it was a strange twist because it it kind of said that in the human world, the band music and the main character just wants to dance and sing. And I thought, this is going to be like Foot Loose. What a weird uh, twist. Uh, so I'm hoping it goes that way in the yeah. next episode. Yeah, that's that's my week. Good. Well, um, just behind the curtain here, what we do is we have a little shared kind of Google sheet that we all have uh, the order on everything else. And 
I, mm. I saw James's order come out. How it reads is, a week of inconveniences. I, there was a vampire in the garden. <laughs> so I, I was expecting a, a real truth. That is inconvenience, to be fair. <laughs> yeah, it would be. I thought, <laughs> this is exciting. Vampires and up north. Mm. Yeah. No, okay. I'm not creative. I know. No, no. Sorry. Uh, Darren, what about you? What's your week been like? Uh, not as exciting as Vampires in the Garden, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. So, um, oh, I completely forgot to put it on here. Eurovision. That was oh. a, that was the highlight of my week, Eurovision. So um, we normally get together and have a few drinks. I went to see some friends. And actually, we did well for the first time I can remember in my adult life. So that was exciting. Um but other than that, just lots of work, really. So, same old. But, yeah, Eurovision was fun. England came second, did they? Uh, we did, yeah. Um, and that was after the judges' vote, we were top. And then after the public vote, we came second to Ukraine. So, yeah, really good. Wow. Really good result. What, what's turned against us? Why do people like us again? Um don't know the cynical part of me says uh we gave enough weapons to ukraine to, to secure second place but who knows maybe they loved us all along uh, there you go Dan. that's why i like the optimism from you i'm not not saying it's political and i won't go down that rabbit hole but no. yeah it was nice nice to come second good and talk about optimism neil how are you two all week been <laughs> uh, my week's been fine thank you yeah um mostly work yeah. uh, a few weeks ago i went on holiday for a little bit went up north um went to Whitby, went to Loch Ness, rode my bike around Loch Ness. Oh. Um came back down south, went back up north again to Rich's wedding, um just to check that Paul was taking the cocktail sausages. Um he he did. He did. And um yeah, that's just getting on with life really. That's the best <laughs> way, isn't it? <laughs> I'm jealous. James has seen vampires and you've seen the Loch Ness monster. I've seen no kind of mythical creatures this week. Did you see the Loch Ness Monster, Neil? Did you do it? Did you see it when you went round? I, I have a picture on my Instagram of me and the Loch Ness Monster. Oh, okay. We can check that out. Neil three six three. Great. Uh, give it one of those like double tap things that gives you a like. I thought that was a different app there. Yeah, yeah, swipe right. Uh, and <laughs> um, now, how long was it round Loch Ness when you biked around it? When I biked around it, I rode around it. Um, it's it was 104 kilometres. Um, there were I think seven and a half thousand of us, so the roads were closed um, all the way around. So no cars apart from the odd ambulance, which was required, unfortunately. Um, and it took took me just over three and a half hours, so about standard for 100 k. Oh But but really nice. Really nice riding around the lock, as you mm. would expect. Massive hill, um, halfway round, and and the organisers warned us beforehand that it got cold at the top of this hill. Kind of wear some clothing appropriate for that. And uh, we're getting nearer the summit, and I could hear these bloody bagpipes going off. Thinking, what's going on here? And there's a guy in a kilt and a white shirt playing bagpipes at the top of the hill. Well, we're freezing. Wow. Yeah, wow. I mean, the temperature just dropped. It must have gone down to getting near zero, I suppose. Must have been. And he's up there, kilt, shirt, bagpipes, quite happy, playing us all a little tune. Wow. Know, whatever the tune is they play on bagpipes. <laughs> <I'd> be... <laughs> Appreciate it, then. 
Yeah, well, I just kind of looked at him as I rode past and then went straight back down the hill again. <laughs> See you later. Um, where did you, where did you yeah. come, Neil, in the 7,000? Well, it's it's not a race, Gareth. Okay, sorry, yeah. yeah of you, course. You're not allowed to call it a race for right. insurance purposes. Um, but, yeah, I did three hours, 37, whatever it was. Right. Um, I think the winners, the sorry, the winners, the people that crossed the line first uh, did 2.45, but then hmm. there were some still going around at six, seven hour mark, I think. So uh, I went into town afterwards and they're still coming in later on. Wow. So, uh, yeah. That would be me. Well, was, you know, above average. Yeah. Very good. In life. Very good. Um, yeah. Great. Good. Now, we're going to go straight in because we've got Neil and Darren as well. I've got some really some good reveals for us. I mean, Neil, you're going to start us off. What's your first reveal? Um, it's been a bit of a mad week, really, the last well, last 10 days or so. It's just been, uh, do you want to come to this presentation? Do you want to see this under embargo? Do you want to sign this NDA? Like, oh, yeah, okay, that'd be good. And they're all coming at you at the same time. Um, one that I, a presentation I went to the other day was from Bohemia Interactive as they um, showcased their road to Armour 4 um, and Armour Reforger. So Armour Reforger, or Armour, as the, the franchise came out of Operation Flashpoint back in the day. You remember that one? Mm. On PC, mm -hmm. everybody played Operation Flash, Flashpoint. Mm -hmm. um, and then it changed into Armour. I didn't have really any knowledge of it to be honest i played operation but but not armor um and then armor reforger is their first kind of uh, game preview release which came out yesterday i think was it yesterday or day before um in game preview so they're kind of working on that picking up on the bugs picking up on the glitches getting the community to help them through it and then they are working towards Armour 4, which will be the big release. Mm. Um, further down the line, I, I, the way they're chatting, I think they were talking 2023, but I think it's possibly going to be further than that. Um, but their, their intentions and the ideas that they've got look really good. And they've got a new new engine that's powering it all called um, Infusion. Infusion, sorry. Um and what they showed off the other day looks stunning. Oh, really? So it's, only, it's only with this engine that they've been able to move on to what they want to do with armor. So, um, yeah, so it's, it's out now on PC Early Access on Steam, uh, Xbox Game Preview on Series XS. Don't think it's on Xbox One. I think it's just the next-gen thing. Okay. Um, but, yeah, it looks really, really good. So. And is armor the, the when armor 3, was that the one that, Daisy came out of it as a mod. Yes, I believe so. Oh, okay, yeah. right, yeah, I'm with you. Because yeah. it, it's got a huge map, isn't it? Is that the big thing? It's one of the things it's There is a big map, yeah. Um, 164 kilometers squares, wow. something like that. Um, so it's, yeah, it's really big. But they were, they were quite keen to say that they haven't really expanded that too much, but the amount of detail that is in what is already there has, has gone up massively. Yeah. So obviously with the new engine and whatnot. Um but yeah, talking about Daisy stuff, I believe there's mods that you're gonna be able to work on on PC and then that's gonna cross over to um Xbox as well. So wow. that should be good. Um did, so you got to have a look at it but you didn't get to have any hands on time with it yet. Did no you? no no hands on yet. Um we will be doing a preview of Reforger. 
um, as soon as we can, really. But yeah, uh, yeah. but but yeah, it looks really really good. Yeah, yeah. really yeah. impressive. If you like your shooters and your World War Two stuff, um, you, you're going to love this. Even though it's still only in game preview. So yeah, yeah. it's it's interesting because it's one of those games that I think. Like the Armour 3 one, it was always just PC only because it had the size of it, I think, as well, and what they were doing. And I, I, it's interesting yeah. that they're coming to Series X and S now. I, I think it's only because of the power of the Series consoles that mm. they're even considering it. Because the Xbox One, I don't think, would be able to cope with it. No. Good. Darren or um, um, James, any questions about that? Um, I do have a question. Is it... It, if I understand it correctly, is it multiplayer focused? So, is there any sort of single player mode to it? I no, they didn't really talk about that. But yeah, it's mostly just multiplayer stuff. I think there's two game modes. Um, conflict is their main one, team versus team stuff. Yeah. Um, and then the other one is like um, a scenario editor, where you just get given a sandbox and get to play around. Oh, that sounds cool. Throw, throwing stuff in. But, uh, yeah, it reminds me a bit of Crossfire X, then in terms of the multiplayer mode, because the single player felt really different because it's a different developer. But yeah, yeah, yeah. that looks quite yeah. interesting. I think yeah. we should. I think we should play it. It reminds me of our, our lovely Pudgy days. We used to just walk along and have a chat. There's a lot of walking and chatting <laughs> on this huge map. <laughs> Well, not actually any yeah. shooting because we're rubbish at that. But just and, then, walk. and then as soon as we'd see somebody in the distance, we'd hide and then yeah. sit, in the, sit in the house having a chat as well. Yeah, until they throw a grenade in. And that would be oh, it. Oh, good. Love it. Great. James, you got any questions before I move on? Uh, do we know how many players you can have in a multiplayer game? Because it's a massive map, so... It's sure it a massive map, yeah. I don't know. I don't remember them saying. Um, Is that completely the difference between... An enjoyable game, or like Gareth said, a walk. Just a walk. No, uh, the, the way they're the way they're chatting and and what they're saying this infusion yeah. engine could do, I would say it's going to be a fair amount. Yeah, it's not going to yeah. be one v one. Okay. No, it needs to be. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine that one v one? I'd love that. I would really love it. It's just one versus one. That'd be brilliant for days, just stalking in the countryside. Keep missing each other by a few yeah. Oh no! I like that. <laughs> Great. Um, good. Um, I'm going to go to Darren. Yeah. Darren next, and we come back to Neil. So Paul Neil doesn't have to chat about it in a row. Darren, I'm going to oh, talk about it anyway. That's it. You've got Done. more to talk about. Um, Darren, what's your what's your little secret thing that you've been doing? Um, so yeah, those um, eagle ears listeners uh, from last week will remember that I had a hands-off showcase to attend. Also, so this is regarding the new Saints Row reboot, which is coming out this year. Um, I know it's it's still coming out this year, apparently. So that's good news. Um, so we got to see extended gameplay footage um, around Santa Eliso, which is the city that features in the new one. So it is a reboot. Tone-wise, they've said it sits somewhere between Saints Row 2 and Saints Row the 3rd. So it's not too dark in terms of what's going on, the themes, because Saints Row 2 got a bit dark in places. Um, so it sits somewhere between those games for fans of the franchise. But they've completely uh, rebooted it with new characters. It's a bit of an origin story of this version of the Saints gang as well. 
Um, and it, it looked like really good fun. I know, I think it's just me and Neil are the only people who are looking forward to this on the team. I don't think. In, in the world, I think. In the world. Um, <laughs> we'll be stood outside, whichever HMV is still open in August, waiting for our midnight copy and no one else. Um, no, but it's... <laughs> we'll be digitally downloading it. Yeah. I thought I was going to trick you into a physical copy, but well, never mind. Um, so I will be, I'll be buying a physical copy uh, potentially. So it it looks it looks really really good. So the city is um, full of kind of what they call randomly organically occurring events. So you might stumble across a security van that's parked, um, and you can blow the doors off the back and steal loads of money, and then you'll get. The police turn up and try and apprehend you, but they kind of just plow into you almost. He seems to have no interest in taking you alive, a bit like Grand Theft Auto and the Star System. So there's that. There's 25 campaign story missions, which tell the story, the origins of the gangs. There's four characters. You play as the boss, it's called, and you can design him or her, however you like, but I'll come on to that in a minute. So it's quite a lengthy campaign they're building it as, and then there's 10 side missions, and then there's all these random kind of in-game events that you can make the most of as well um, but at the heart of it it was all about customization so they've got the hashtag be your own boss so you can customize your characters you can customize their voices um, you can choose some presets if you need some help getting started you can customize your weapons you can customize your vehicles and that's not just cosmetic that's under the bonnet as well so there's loads and loads of options to really kind of tailor the experience to what you want it to be and the really cool thing i found was that you can just go into the menu and change your character at any point in the game so you could be walking through the middle of a city or mid-mission or whatever hit pause and completely change it so if you want to play it as one of your other characters you've got the freedom to do so um and there's also drop-in, drop-out co-op as well. So they only really touched on that towards the end. So I'd like to know a bit more about that, but it had a crackdown vibe to it in, in the way that you can explore the open world together, you can take on missions together, and the game will dial up the difficulty as well. Um, so I'm I'm really looking forward to it. It looks like really, really good fun. You can jump in out of helicopters, wingsuits, a bit just cause in that respect, like this big, ridiculous, over-the-top set pieces as well. So, yeah, I think it's looking I think it's looking really good. They're putting the finishing touches on, so it's coming out on the 23rd of August, it's slated for, so it's looking like it's going to make that release date, which will be a bit of good news this year. Good. Um, but all these um, reveals we're doing, you can read on the site. Uh, Neil and Darren have written some articles a bit more in, with some more information there. And we're saying, mm-hmm. but yeah, um, good. Um, James, are you excited about Saints Row? Um, even though Darren tried his best, oh, I'm still not <laughs> quite. <laughs> James, uh, come on. About? <laughs> I used to love it, but we need to move on, guys. Need new ideas, new games. Oh no, I see where this is going. Yeah, yeah. Means new games. Maybe Gems of War Two. You all want? So nothing. Nothing. But Neil's sold, aren't you? You're right. Yeah. Oh, I'm sold. I'm sold definitely. Yeah. Um, I'm not totally sold on customization and all that. I'm not massive massively into customization in games anyway i just kind of want to play what i'm given and run with it mm. um why would i want to change everything down did you say that probably 
Um, well, it's, it makes it a personal experience to you, doesn't it? So you can play it whoever, whichever character you like. You can change all your weapons to look like how you want them to. You can customise your car like you would in Forza. You can do all sorts. Yeah, I don't customise my car very often in Forza either, do I? I just buy no, whatever I can. That's, that's true. <laughs> We buy the tune sets from the store and then just use them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, but no, it's... Um, there are yeah, other things. Really so, you know, you can... There's loads of different, like, finishing moves in combat. So there's one they showed off called the Pineapple Express where you attach a grenade to, like, one of the people you're fighting against and chuck them across for a few feet and then they'll explode. There's loads of just, like, cool stuff. You can have all sorts of random weapons, like the finger gun, which is literally turns your hand into a gun. Um, so yeah. it's just... It's just good fun. Like, what, I think it's just going to be a good laugh. What does it look like, Darren? Does it look um, this gen? Does it look a step up or does it? Uh, to be fair, it didn't pop out to me as, oh my God, that looks like next gen. Right. It looked good, but it didn't look amazing. Mm. But they are still they are still putting like finishing touches on and polishing it up. So it may well be a bit shinier when it, when it comes to release. Has, has Saints Row ever looked amazing though? No. Not, no. It hasn't, has it? It doesn't need to, I don't think. Well, I don't no, know. The, the, the weapons are the main thing, aren't they? Yeah, I think I think they've gone for the, the stylized option rather than really kind of blowing your mind in terms of graphics. Because it's got, I think it's got quite a cool style to it. See, I like the first one. I did like the first one because there was nothing. I thought, oh, this is a different kind of look to GTA. And then when it got to the second and onwards, I was like, I can't bother with players running around with hitting you on the head with giant dildos <laughs> it was like well, I think I can't remember three, was, it? was it number three so. yeah yeah it was after yeah, that I lost it, interest it, yeah for me number one was rubbish I didn't like it was it. rubbish I mean the great it thing about boring. it was so um, glitchy as well it was amazing but you know, at least it was trying something a little bit a little bit different from it had the GTA vibe but I, I just got a bit yeah. it's, just, it's not for me it's for lots of other people but not for me for Neil and Darren I and not for me and James. I think for me, the, the, the test will be how much I enjoy it. I'll certainly give it a go, but I'm looking forward to it. But it'll just be how they handle the the story. Mm. So it's an origin story of a gang, but if it's just going to feel like a humdrum, we've heard it all before, seen it all before, that'll be a real shame for me. So I hope they do something different and exciting. Mm. You know, like there are certain missions in the Grand Theft Autos of times gone by where they've been really creative with it and it's been really engaging I'm hoping it, they've got lots of ideas to keep you playing because 25 missions for a main campaign sounds like quite a lot in an open world game. So I just hope that they get that right. Mm, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If, the, if that's if there's yeah, if the main missions are quite interesting, I'll be up for that. Mm. Uh, good though, brilliant, Darren. Thank you, Neil. Can I just ask? Can yeah, I just ask one more thing, can, yeah. Darren, mm. Darren? Can you just remind us of your um, Twitter handle? So people can send you their comments about Saints Row on Twitter. So I'm of sure course, they'd love to do that. Of course I yeah. can. I see that Paul's five has arrived in your postbox. Brilliant. So uh, <laughs> my handle, you might get two of these today, is uh, at twenty seven Darren. If you wish to read my uh, full thoughts and and let you know and let me know what you think. People's thoughts. Yeah. Yes, please. Yeah. Yeah. I need some support for this. Yes, please. Great. Brilliant. Well done, Neil. You put poor Darren in loads of abuse. <laughs> is, is that your phone pinging now, Darren? <laughs> oh, no, it's my phone. People excited to play Saints Row. <laughs> yeah. uh, good. Neil, what's your second reveal? It's like, this is like Hi, a bro. game show. Um, 
which one should we go with now? Shall we go with um, Escape Academy? Escape Academy, yes. Mm. It's um, it's not a reveal. It got um, unveiled back in March. Uh, but again, I had a, a hands-off presentation for this from the Coin Crew Games team. Um, they've combined with Skybound Games and I'm8bit as the publishers. And Coin Crew, in in their real jobs, um, used to put together escape rooms in real life. Um, then the pandemic came in. They didn't really have a lot to do because kind of escape rooms shut, basically. Um, and so they went virtual and they're now putting all their plans and all their ideas into Escape Academy, which is coming out um, next month, I think it is, June, if I remember rightly. Oh, yeah, end of June. Yeah, end of June. Um, Coming to Xbox, PlayStation, PC, Game Pass on day one as well. Um, But you're basically going to be playing through a virtual, a series of virtual escape rooms, all with a a little bit of narrative tying them all together. They they were they weren't very keen to talk too much about the story. They wanted it to um, be a bit of a surprise um, how that played out. But but again, it looks it looks decent enough. Um, it's not going to blow you away visually or anything. But it's mostly the puzzles that should really excite the people that are that are playing it. Yeah. Um, is this the game we saw on one of the? We saw maybe that Twitch thing we saw where two yes. two Twitchers yeah, played it through it for a long time. Yeah, it did look oh, really yeah. good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was good. Yeah, that yes. was some, yeah. some of the ideas they've got in in some of the rooms look really clever. Mm. You you can see that they they've got experience in making escape rooms and then br- then bringing it over to the virtual world. Um, but yeah, it's it's clever and because. There's no health and safety grounds to worry about. They can go a little bit mad, so they can they can fill a room with water and get you to try and escape a, a room that's fast filling up, which they couldn't do in real life, obviously for for reasons. But um, yeah, it looks it looks pretty decent. Should be good. I've got an idea for our Christmas party. I think we should do an escape room. <gasps> yes. There we go. Down yeah, salt. Neil's in. Yeah. Kid. Has anyone ever done one? I've never done one. I'll create it if you want. <laughs> Put in the room, it'd be like saw with you. It'd be like saw and some terrible thing. There'd be a dead body with a with a gun in its hand, and we have to work out why we've been all chloroformed. I have done a couple. Merry yeah. Christmas. Merry Christmas. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, good. Yes. It, it, this is in co-op as well. You can play in co-op as well as a single player. Uh, yeah, there's a single player campaign that lasts for. I think it's 12 rooms. Um, they were quite keen to stress that you'd never play the same puzzle twice through that playthrough, but only being 12 rooms doesn't seem too difficult. Mm-hmm. Um, but you can also play those the, the same campaign uh, via co-op and multiplayer. Um, I believe it's the same puzzles. It's just you've got two brains. Yeah. So that's the uh, only difference. Well, you haven't played, yeah, with, I don't, you haven't played with me, Neil. It's not... <laughs> Well, yeah, okay, one room still. <laughs> yeah, but um, yeah, I believe it's the exact same um, campaign. Okay. There's no specific multiplayer thing. So you wouldn't have somebody over that side of the room pulling a switch while somebody over that side of the room pulls a switch. You've got the We Were Here series for that. 
Good. Great, Neil. Thank you very much. And um, let's go into your next. What's in your secret box three? Um, I don't know. Let me bring up the document and I'll be able to tell you. <laughs> I can't remember what else I went to. Uh, okay. Oh, yeah. yeah, brilliant, isn't it? Um, next one's not a presentation or anything, but got contacted um, the other week asking if we wanted to run an interview with the developer behind a new little game called Spirity. Spirity? Spirit T. Mm. What, what do we think it's called? Spirit T. I'm going for Spirit T, like you said. Spirit T. Yeah, yeah. Um, and massive thanks to to um, the dev Dan Beckerton um, for the turnaround on this because they contacted us on Friday, whenever it was. Um, we sent over the questions the next day. He replied the day after, and then we got the article live the day after that. So it was. It was on it worked brilliantly um but this is like a stardew valley kind of slice of life rural kind of spirit game as the name suggests um we've got an interview up on site we've got a news piece up on site telling you all about it it's coming to pc and console late this year one of those consoles is xbox james you'll be happy to know excellent that's all i need um, to hear well it looks pretty good doesn't it yeah, yeah, it does. James, you yeah. like the look of this, don't you? Gareth says, not even having a look at it. <laughs> I'll do something else. I'm watching, I'm watching, I'm watching a film really on my iPad. Good. Yeah, it does yeah, look good. It, it, it's, it's not very influenced by, you know, the Studio Ghibli style of well, presentation, and yeah. I mean, I think it's, is it based in a bathhouse? It is, is yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So you're basically yeah. bringing a bathhouse in a countryside and you have to help spirits. And that just ticks all the boxes to me. It's interesting, <laughs> it's different. And it's very East, Eastern Asia inspired. Right. And I like it. I'm, I'm in. <laughs> Good, I like it, James. I like, I like setting a bathhouse. <laughs> I'm in. If it's set in a bathhouse, yeah. Uh, that's it. Yeah. yeah, Darren, yeah. <laughs> Darren, what about you? I, I, uh, I, I do like the look of this. I remember playing Animal Crossing years ago when I had a DS, and if it even emulates a fraction of that type of gameplay, which it looks like it's been inspired by to a degree, then, then I can see this being a bit of a sleeper hit. I think it's interesting in the interview reading about there being no kind of farming in there which i'm really glad to hear it's going to be a little bit different in terms of just the activities that you do and, and how you get along in, in the little town and stuff so i'm uh, i am looking forward to this i don't know where i'm going to make time for it but i am looking forward to, to giving this a look at, a look in and see how it goes it's not not going to be a five minute job is it it's going to not be so. a, a very yeah <laughs> yeah definitely good um, thank you, Neil, for his secret. Thank you, Darren, as well. Um, let's let's talk about other news because there's been. I think we should mention this really from last week after the podcast. As you all know, probably now, Starfield and Redfall have been delayed on the Xbox mm-hmm. uh, to 2023, uh, um, first half of 2023. They said, um, which is good, which is fine because you know games do get delayed and. And they need it's better to be in good condition. But I just was interested to see what your thoughts are because at the moment there's a bit of a hole, isn't there, in for for the Xbox for exclusives coming out this mm. year. 
Um, what what do you think? What do you think they're gonna? You know, we're gonna have the big conference in soon, coming on the ninth and the twelfth. So, what do we think might might fill those gaps for them? Uh, Neil, what do you? Th- what's your thoughts? I'll take a Forza. Ah, yeah. I'm I'm not bothered by Starfield or Redfall at all. No. Um, it doesn't bother me that they've been delayed. Am I right in saying Starfield was originally November 11th and it's just been pushed back to the first half of the year after? Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's not a massive delay. I'm not saying it's not going to move again. It may well move again. But pushing something back two or three months is no biggie, is it? No, but I think, I think to be at the moment, it's for them. It's like when the Xbox Series X become much more readily available to buy. It was their, it was their full kind of like you buy the Xbox Series X for this game. <laughs> that's that was it, that was that's their kind of issue at the moment. The Xbox. It was like Starfield. You get that on day one with our console that you can buy. It's very available. I think yeah. th- that was probably the, the the worry at the moment for them. Um, people can play Forza instead then, can't they? They can. They can, Neil. They can. Um Darren, what about you? What do you what do you think? What could take its place? What's what's there? I'm a bit stumped at the moment. I know we chatted about about this last week a bit. And I'm not like overly bothered. As you say, if the game needs the time, then give the game the time and give the team the time to make sure it's right. I have no problem with that. I can't complain because I can barely keep up with the games that I'm supposed to play anyway. But, um, yeah, I'm a little bit stumped. I think it's quite an interesting comparison because you can't help think about last year when they made a big deal about Xbox Game Pass is getting one big game every month running up to Halo at Christmas. And we're still a bit unclear as to what's coming in the second half of the year. I know they were talking about Stalker 2, but I believe... That's made by a Russian development team. I think, it's, I think it's Ukrainian, isn't it? Development oh, it's Ukrainian. Team. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, because I was wondering whether there'd be, you know, some potential political controversy with that, but it depends how they've been affected, obviously, with with what's going on in the world. So, there's a question mark over that potentially. Um, I mean, if they did announce Forza, I can't see them getting it out this year. If it's Motorsport Eight, but maybe they will surprise us. Um, so, I'm a little bit stumped. I don't because if they reveal something totally new. I don't know what the chances are of them getting it out by the end of the year. That's my thing. Um, unless they're just going to double down on getting some big stuff onto Game Pass and expanding the Game Pass library um, and really driving home the value of that. And there won't be too many new releases, big releases, until the start of next year. Um, I'm still hoping for Beyond Good and Evil 2 to rise from the flames, but I can't see that happening, to be honest. Um, James, what about you? I think the Forza is the easiest one something to pull the trigger on because you can always release it and then add to it which I'm sure they're going to do anyway since you have a few tracks a couple of cars and people will be on it um, They've already well, got the tracks haven't they? They've right, just... really had the same tracks for 10 yeah, years haven't they? Exactly, they just take the same cars as well exactly. <laughs> Let's just, let's just play Forza 7 <laughs> that's going to be the showcase thanks for that yeah, yeah. But, but otherwise they don't know what they've got well they have they must have something they, possibly if this deal goes through they're going to have Call of Duty on on Game Pass aren't mm. they which will be a big thing if that and goes through yeah, yeah. Um, and the other two I think probably on I got a feeling is Hellblade 
two. Mm, yeah. Which could be ready and um the Plague Tale. Requiem could yeah. be there I as well. Know, I don't know about that one. You're not I sure about that one. Think, yeah. yeah, I think that's a little while off yeah. I would I think sorry to interrupt. I do I do think they need to get some Halo news out there though for Infinite, because they've talked about a bit about multiplayer, but I think people want to know what's happening with this, you know, the campaign. Mm. The way the way it's told, not to spoil it, it looks like there's more coming. So I think I think they'd miss a trick if they didn't announce something because I feel like the excitement of the bus has died down and it's been quite quiet for a few months on the Halo front. Certainly for me, I haven't really touched it in a few months. So if it's not something totally new in terms of a game, I think some sort of Halo DLC or you know day one Game Pass expansion, I think that needs to be in there somewhere. Yeah. Okay. Mm. Good. Well, we'll wait and see. We're going to know a lot more about the second half of the year very soon because we don't know very much at all. We know we're going to be playing Gotham Knights and James will be leading, leading the fan <laughs> <laughs> chair for that. That's the only I'm waiting for you all to say, how right, how right. <laughs> and there might be, there's been rumours, James, which you've been very excited about, of um, that ship game you love the look of by Ubisoft. Okay. What's that Skull game called? Bones. Skull and Bones. That's what we're coming free to play. Oh, yeah. yeah. Game of the year. Game of the year. You said you said ship game, didn't you? Did I? What is it? Ship. You said ship. Oh, did yeah. I say yeah? Yeah. Yeah, I thought you said a different word. All right. Well, yes, it could be that as well. I was thinking. Yeah. Slagging like Skull and Bones. Slagging Skull and Bones. You're ready. It's not even out. I know. Gareth. <laughs> 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 Also, news-wise, um, the the game showcase five hundred five games was last night, wasn't it? I think it was. Um, anything interesting you saw yeah. from there, James? Interesting, a bit of a stretch. <laughs> mm. <laughs> there was it. It could have been a good game. Yeah. In, among the trolls. Yeah. It's a, like a survival game, but it was based in like. Oh, where was it now? The Scandinavian. It's it's Finland, I believe. Finland, that's it. Yeah. Um, and it's it's like you have to appease the trolls and the spirits mm. in the forest while you're surviving. Um, but it it didn't we're seeing these magical creatures or trolls or anything. So it just looked like any other survival game. I'm bored of Survivor games now. I've just played too many of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. It's a very well trodden yeah. genre. I know. Um, that, that and roguelites. I think I've just I've oh, done too much of them. Yeah. I've done too many of them. My heart skips a beat when I see that in the description. Yeah. <laughs> Rightly or wrongly these days. Um, there's a game called Stray, Stray Blade. That looked alright. Mm-hmm. It's in Command 2023 yeah, action RPG. It looks quite nice. Mm. It looks Zelda-y. Yeah. Um, but it's next year, isn't it? Yeah. But it is it is new new current gen, whatever. So that's quite interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Slowly seeing that shift continue, aren't we, for, for different developers. That's right. Um, Fall Guys, it's coming soon. Um, Finally. That's Yay. good. That's a good, that's a very good thing. That's going to be fun. It's, it's free to play. Um, I think we're going to have some fun on that, all of us. That's definitely one of our Xbox Hub gaming nights. Yeah. It's not matter how bad you are at games. 
You can still play it. <laughs> Just so you know. Who, who are you talking to there, James? <laughs> I'm, I'm host... not in this room. <laughs> yeah, we're going to be doing that. I think I could be very lucky on that game. Yeah, go on. Four, four guys had to go free, though, didn't they? Yeah. Nobody was going to be mm. paying for that, were they? No. No, no, no. not after all this time. No. No, no. 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 If you sell me another one now, there's so much customization. It's probably the best time to dive into it, really. Am I the only person in the world that's not played it? It could be. I think you're going to love it, Neil. I think you're absolutely going to love it. Yeah. I don't know why yeah. I think that. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. I think, am I right in thinking that um, free-to-play games on Xbox, you don't need gold now or Game Pass? Well, you might be right. I think all the free free games now you can play without a subscription as well. So it should be quite a healthy yeah. uh, play base on there. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I think it's cross-platform, so... It's cross-platform, isn't it? Yeah. 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 Tons of people playing it. And uh, Switch and PC. Um, and the, the last bit of news is Greedfall 2. Now, Greedfall is an RP... I think you can get it on the Game Pass. Now. Greedfall's on the Xbox One. And it's an RPG mm. that I, I think I reviewed. I really liked it. So it had a really different feel to it, mixing a kind of magical world with a Victorian pirate vibe and yeah it was it was, so the second game's coming out and it's coming out in 2024 <laughs> so, uh, a lot wait for all of us the gamers but yeah so that's just that's just a, that's quite interesting i really like the first one if you get a chance it'll be delayed defense, it will be delayed 2028 <laughs> um, <laughs> let's do games we've been playing to finish off with um let's have one each i think probably i know neil's got loads to talk about um, I told you, I'm not coming on here and talking about one game. <laughs> you might squeeze another one in. <laughs> um, Neil, what's your first one? Um, I did a little preview for F120. Oh, sorry. I did a little preview for EA Sports F122. I need to get the EA Sports bit in because EA are running Codemasters nowadays. Um, they kindly gave me a PC Steam preview code. Um, and I played that just ahead of the Miami grand prix that was what two weeks ago now um looks really really good it's it's smooth as you could ask for it looks amazing it drives amazingly um it helped that i'd also been sent um a thrustmaster wheel and pedal set from thrustmaster for review as well so i've got a preview up on site for f1 i've got a review for the thrustmaster wheel go and read them both good um, it's such That's an un- quick, eh? unfortunate name, Thrustmaster. <laughs> I, 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 I don't want to be reviewing a Thrustmaster. <laughs> I can't say that to Bernadette. What are you doing? I'm reviewing a Thrustmaster. But it's good, Neil. You're, you're looking because you're a Formula One fan. You like these games. I, I, I love F1. And I love Codemasters races. Um, I think I've reviewed F1 for. God knows how long from mm. forever, um, mm-hmm. and it, it always gets top marks because there's very little wrong with it. Um, this year's one isn't going to have a story, which oh no, maybe a bit of a surprise, seeing as EA are behind it. But um, Cody's have said they want to do a two-year cycle on the on the story. Um, but you've got the career, you've got all the time trial stuff, um, and you've also got a thing called F1 Life, I believe it's called which is a little bit kind of test drive unlimited e kind of, yeah. you know, where you, you collect stuff. Um, 
And in this, you collect clothes and you build like a house and you collect supercars, which you can then go and race in hot laps and you can you can race the F1 safety cars and stuff like that. So it's it's moving away slightly from just standard F1 cars, which okay. is nice. That sounds like the best bit to me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there you go, Darren's like sold. James, what's your game? Just the one game, yeah. <laughs> you can't wait for this. <laughs> well, as you know, I've had a, a very inconvenient week mm. uh, with vampires in the garden. <laughs> um, so I only have time to play one game anyway. And it's Idol Champions and the Forgotten Realms. Have you heard of it? No. Have you played yes. it anyway? Oh, good. There we go. Neil, thank ah. God. Well, it, it came out four years ago. Um, <laughs> but, but I didn't realise that until recently. I, I only saw it recently on the Xbox store. Um, and it's a clicker game, basically, based on Dungeons and Dragons. Um, they have your characters. That anyone that's played Dungeons and Dragons will recognise them. I have no idea who they are. Um, and you have to position them on the battlefield. To do maximum damage, but basically just sit there and watch them kill monsters and move to the next area, kill some more, upgrade them, and you just sit there and wait. It's quite a relaxing game, really. You don't have to do anything. I mean, you can. You can attack the enemies by pressing a button, you know, to help the characters. Um, but otherwise, it's just watch them progress and get loads of gold. This is a clicker game that's an auto-clicker game, then? Uh, no, it's not auto-clicker, but these characters auto-attack. Oh, OK. And unlike other clicker games, you don't have to mash the button to attack. You just hold it, and it will just keep attacking and attacking. You know, extra, extra attacks. That sounds like um, one of those turbo controllers you used to get, the third party ones, yeah. you just press the button on. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. It's, it's so much more easy going on the controller compared to clicker heroes, which is a nightmare. You're sitting there pressing it a million times to get any season. It's like you're in a different reality from the rest of us. <laughs> <laughs> he is. He's in a different, different timeline. I love it. You've got to remember, guys, different games are different games. That's true. It's very true. It's very true. my market. It's true. Yeah, it's true. Yep. Good. Uh, Darren, what about you? It's all right. I was going to say, it's free. It's, it's free? Right. Oh, good. It's all right. Good. Um, Darren, what about you? What you I love it. Um, so I reviewed a game recently called Anu Chars, and we've gone from Thrustmaster to Bell Wielder. <laughs> so uh, your main character is the Bell Wielder who you play as. Uh, you come across a mystical uh, weapon, but it's also a tool called the Aldross Bell. And essentially, the kingdom of Anuchard's been through tough times, poverty, war, and because you found this tool if you like then your destiny is to go and restore prosperity to the land and to do that you've got to get certain spirits on well kind of like spirit gods on board so the main uh kind of mechanic is this dungeon 
that you journey into and it changes and i think there's around 12 different dungeons to conquer and you've got to go in find the lost souls and save them and, and free them and then bring them back to the kingdom so it's got some role player elements like there's a there's a simple ish hub world where you can buy upgrades for the town you can upgrade your weapons upgrade your abilities you can play as different characters as well as you unlock them um so it didn't seem like much to look at at the beginning because it's got a classic kind of retro look but actually i found myself getting quite absorbed into it and i ended up playing it to completion uh, it was it was really really good um and it's only i think about 12 quid on the store so mm. if you like that kind of not too challenging fairly easy going but um i would say simple role-playing game then then it's it's not a bad shot at all okay good yeah it looks quite nice isn't it it's a nice yeah, world. It's, yeah it's got a charm about it i couldn't really put my finger on it but it made me want to go back and continue playing so it has got it has got a lot going for it that's good um i'm going to talk about a game that i'm not really played that much of yet because i only just started to do it for a review um but i've been really looking forward to it vampire the masquerade swan song and it's by the developers big bad wolf and they did a game i really enjoy called the council when the council came out a couple of years ago and it was episodic so i think there was five episodes and it was this kind of strange kind of rpg um adventure set in a kind of 17th century and all these historical figures like george washington and napoleon they all arrived for this kind of secret meeting called the council and it's it has sort of like almost a bit Lovecrafty and there's really Boris Phillips and stuff but it had a really interesting sort of like RPG setting where you could learn different traits and you have sort of like almost like roll dices that you you would have conversations with people and um, there are chances that you could get the conversation wrong you would try to persuade someone it would go wrong or there's chances that you have to win arguments in order to progress but it's quite a deep unusual new RPG system so I was I've been looking forward to this. Now, I've only played a, uh, a couple of hours of Vampire the Masquerade, so on and so on. And it's in this, I think there was another game of this world. And I think the idea is you play as three different vampires. And in this world, vampires have lived amongst humans for years. Um, but there's been this thing called... And James's Garden. And James's Garden, <laughs> of course, yeah. And uh, <laughs> they've been going for years and there's this big problem that they've all had to... Someone's killed loads of them. And it was set in Boston, and they've all got to get together in this safe house and try to work out what's been going on. Um, so it still has that RPG setting, and it still has that kind of like some of the um, techniques they used in the council are there about how you treat people. At the moment, it's not it's not setting me on setting me like that. The other one did. It's some of the writing's not great. Some of the visuals are. It does have. A, they have a great visual kind of character feel to them, but sometimes it's like a little bit dodgy, there's a lot of popping, which is a bit of a disappointment, but I'm not going to review it yet till I've played, you know, a lot of it, so, and I, I'm sort of interested enough to see where the world goes, but it's not, it's not, not setting me on fire, it's not, it's not making me go, oh, I'm really excited to go back to it, what the other ones did, which is a shame, but we'll see, um, we'll see, come back, come back next year. Whenever I do the review, hopefully next week. Uh, <laughs> yeah, ideally not next week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but Neil, you can do one more game 
Let's do that. We've got time for one more. Oh, I've, I've, I've got three more games on my list. So Good. we've got... Pick uh, one. <laughs> Pick the best one. We, we've got Cyberpool, yeah. which is a pool game set in... Um, not in a cyberpunk right. um, area. It's just got neon glows and stuff yeah um i gave it two out of five in review it's not very good good um i i've also been playing lumote 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 the yep. master moat chronicles um need to finish my review of that but that's that looks amazing it's a little kind of puzzle adventurer type thing where you have to turn your levels um different color uh to progress that's really good and i've also been playing spider-man on my new ps5 you've got a new ps5 Oh, you haven't joined. Where's our friend request? Spider Man is amazing. That's the biggest announcement of the whole podcast. Yeah. There. <laughs> Unbelievable. Where's our, uh, where's our friend request? Come on. Well, I don't know how to do it. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, I, would, I would have sent you a friend request, but yeah, I don't know how to do it. And I haven't signed up for anything. I just I plugged it in, bought hmm. Spider Man. And has just been playing that. And have you got have you got the, sp- got the Spider-Man and the other one as well? The uh, oh, brilliant! Yeah, I haven't touched Miles Morales. I want to play Spider-Man. Yeah, this is the only game that I would buy a PlayStation for. So when you were talking earlier about an Xbox Series X seller, mm. it's taken me what, eighteen months to buy a PlayStation. So it's not that much of a seller, really. But um. I just saw there was some stock, so I thought, sod it, I'll buy it. And it came with um, Horizon Forbidden West as well, and that's on a disc, because unfortunately I only got the the disc drive version of the console. Oh, so I, 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 slapped, I slapped myself around the face a few times, <laughs> installed the game, and I refused to play it because it's on disc. <laughs> Uh, sounds like quite a confusing process. <laughs> That's just my life. Confusing. So Neil, after Spider-Man, you've got those ten free games to play on the um, on the PlayStation, the old one, the classics. Yes. What, what, what are you going to go for first? But don't I need to sign up for stuff for all that rubbish? You could have got Spider-Man actually for free. What am I talking about? It's on the free, one of the on free games. Plus, yeah, I think so. Yeah, 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 I, saw, yeah I saw that. I saw I saw that afterwards, but I can be oh. I just bought it, bought it, play it. But yeah, I'm I'm very impressed. Um, yeah. Of the game, the, the console's too big. It's a big um, console, isn't it? Yeah. It's yeah, and UI navigation's rubbish. Um, but it's alright. But the game's good, isn't it? Game's amazing. Yeah, it's really good, isn't it? Brilliant. It's <laughs> it's so Batman-y. Um, Arkham-y. Just yeah. for Spider-Man. I've not played it on the PlayStation. I've played uh, Mars Morales on the PlayStation 5, which I loved, but not not the... Yeah, I, I don't want to even load that up until I've done enough. Yeah, Because when, when, when I say I've been playing it, it's not like I've been sat there until 2 o'clock in the morning every night playing it. <laughs> I've been picking up 5 minutes here and 5 minutes there. Oh, that's what have, you, have you done but, the Lego Star Wars with it? <laughs> I haven't played Lego Star Wars either, Darren. <laughs> <laughs> wow! I've got no words. I've got no words. Right, glad. Um, good, Neil. Great. Maybe anyway, that's my five games that I've played. Four games that I've played. Yeah. Anyways, good. Cyberpool's rubbish. <laughs> <laughs> good. So that's good. Neil's got a PlayStation. Wow, amazing. Right, good, gentlemen. Thank you. Now, what are we looking forward to next week? Um, James, let's start with you. 
You haven't got anything. There's <laughs> <laughs> no podcast next week, I'm afraid, ladies and gentlemen, because um, I'm working, um, so we can't do it. And um, we're going to be on the June the 1st, but when we come back in June, we're going to have loads of podcasts because we're going to be doing specials oh, yeah. for all the big gaming events coming out in the next few weeks after that. Um, all those reveals. All those reveals and more reveals. Um, Darren, what are you looking forward to? Uh, so I'm not going to steal your thunder. Um, I have a wedding to best man at next week. So um, I am looking forward to that. I'm slightly nervous at the same time. But um, no, thank you. I'm doing it jointly with a friend though. So it will be a bit of a double act. So yeah, I'm looking forward to it. But just want to get the speech out of the way. I'll be able mm. to relax. Yeah. Good. Good luck with that. Neil, what about you? Um, I believe that there's a film out called Top Gun or something. Um, is that in the cinemas now? Think it, I right oh, I think it's uh, next week, maybe, I think. Next week, yeah. Next week. And there's some Top Gun content going into Microsoft Flight Sim, um, a game which is boring as hell, really. Um, <laughs> but... it's, true. it's true. looks good. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But our friends at Thrustmaster yesterday sent me their <laughs> T-Flight Full Kit X simulator stuff. So I will be playing Microsoft Flight Simulator with flight sticks and pedals and stuff oh, wow. and sorting a review out for that. Can we get live video of that, please? <laughs> no. Yeah. But, uh... Me using the Thrustmaster. <laughs> yes. Oh. <laughs> oh, dear. Oh dear me! Well, you start with an OnlyFans account if we carry on talking like this. <laughs> oh. Okay, uh, good. Top Gun, um, good. Top Gun, yes, coming but out. That, yes. that should be quite good, shouldn't it? Top Gun. Top it's Gun had good reviews. To... Yeah, it's had very good reviews. Yeah. No, I mean, I mean the, the content that's going into the game that's got to be good. Be a lot of stuff, to, lot of buttons to press. <laughs> you'll be, <laughs> you'll be <laughs> ten hours setting the, setting it up before you get up for the air. <laughs> <laughs> like you and Trainsome. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, good. Um, I think what am I looking forward to? The Obi-Wan in the new um, yes. Star Wars scenes coming out. That should be good, shouldn't it? I'm looking forward to that. Seeing that, that journey back. Um, but for now, gentlemen, now if we want to find you, we've already got had some of you, but where James, where can we find you? We've not had your socials on there. There's not much on there really, but I'm on Twitter and Instagram. At Kids UK, there's loads on there. I've, I've seen it. Yeah, like Japanese wrestling. Yes, yeah, big fan. <laughs> Get in there, uh, Neil. Where can we find you? I think we've had it already. Um, just on Instagram, really. Neil three six three. Great. Darren, you can see pictures of me and Nessie. Nessie, or we'll look for that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> not with a Thrustmaster, thank God. We're not seeing that. Um, if if you want a picture of me and the Thrustmaster, <laughs> I will place it on the Instagram. <laughs> Good. Only fans. Subscription. Ten ninety nine a month. And I spent, I've now got two Thrustmaster kits and I've got a Thrustmaster headset somewhere lying around. So oh. if you want triple Thrustmaster action, <laughs> we're there. Only ten ninety nine. It's a fifty percent discount tomorrow. Okay. Right. Um <laughs> Darren, where can Sounds you find like you me? want to wrap this up, Gareth. <laughs> <laughs> You're trying to, aren't you? Trying to get it. Trying to get it going. Darren, where, 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 are you, where can you find you? Um, for uh, non-paywall content, I'm on Darren at tw- I'm on Twitter rather at twenty seven Darren. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> to find me for all sorts of things. Um, LGB Briley. But for now, 
Thank you very much. Uh, we'll see you in two weeks' time. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye-bye. You've been listening to the official podcast of the XboxHub.com. We had found all the notes of the show at www.thexboxhub.com slash podcast. You can also check out our social feeds on Instagram and Twitter at the Xbox Hub and search for the Xbox Hub on Facebook.